Welcome to the Friday edition of the Fun Astrology Podcast. We've got September 9th, Mercury retrograde day, but you've got all day today before it goes retrograde. However, it might not make much difference. How many of you guys follow the Schumann resonance chart? You know, it's the measurement of the Earth's tonal frequency, basically, and it's measured out of Tomsk, Russia. Well, a couple of times since Wednesday, it's been down. And right there on the app, it says Tomsk down. <laughs> and then the message says, hey, don't worry. From time to time, it goes down. We've got the current image. We'll update it when we can. Oh, by the way, did I mention that Mercury is going retrograde tonight? Tell the Schumann people. But here's what's funny. So there's this big Schumann resonance group on Facebook, right? Some weird posts. I mean, you want to see some weird posts? That group has got some weird posts. I don't see it anymore. It's, I'm off its radar now, but I did go looking to see what they had to say about it. I mean, it's just down. The service is down. They might be rebooting software. They might be, I don't know, singing Kumbaya in Russian, of course. <laughs> but in the group, I mean, it's like, oh, my God, the G, you know, Jesus is coming. And, oh, the new dimension is ascending on earth and uh, just all this stuff. It's like, oh, my gosh, people. Where were you in uh, 2000? You know, Y2K? These were the same people that were living in a cave in Tibet. I mean, this is why I don't do social media. It's just lunacy out there. So here's all this stuff. But there was a common theme that I picked up that was very interesting. People were complaining of, particularly around the Wednesday time frame, having physical symptoms most predominantly that they would say they were feeling fine and then they kind of crashed and it seemed to be a GI stomach kind of thing, nauseated, dizzy, etc. Went from feeling good to feeling bad in the area of the solar plexus, the solar plexus chakra. I've got to admit, I've had a tense week this week myself and usually doing a lot of grounding and whatnot helps and it has, but it has been tense as well. So I went back to the stock market on Wednesday because that was interesting, too. I mean, I felt when we did Saturday's newsletter with Ray Merriman that the market was going to melt one direction or the other. I thought it would melt down, to be honest with you. It melted up. I did not get to trade Wednesday, and I really wish I did because, wow, what a great day it was. Too busy right now for that. But in 2020 hindsight, went back and looked at the chart and yes, there is. I looked at actually the time the market closed, so 4 o'clock in the afternoon on the East Coast, and there was a big grand air trine in the chart. The three M's, the moon, Mars, and Mercury. The tree M's. <laughs> but the moon had moved into Aquarius, air. Mars behaving itself now in Gemini. And the other big trine that's developing is the Uranus sun, as the sun is moving through Virgo getting ready to apply directly at 18 degrees back to Uranus in Taurus. So there's another Earth trine, and we still have that square between Saturn in Aquarius and Uranus in Taurus, which will hit October 1st at 18 degrees each. So with all of that as the astrological backdrop, the market went up a bunch on Wednesday little programming note here, too, by the way. I have a couple of good listener questions, so we will do those tomorrow. And this is kind of our market recap, because as I'm looking at this, I'm thinking about how did we melt up? How is it that Schumann is down during this same time? And OK, it says they go down from time to time. It happens. A particular group in Facebook complains of physical ailments. But there is a great 
astrological lesson buried in here. Let's talk about aspects or the degrees of separation between any two planets in the chart. This is actually going to be one of the questions tomorrow is asking about the minor aspects, not the big Ptolemaic major square trine sextile opposition conjunction, but these other aspects as we move around the geometry of a circle. Remember, Steve Forrest, Elements Series. This is like 101 stuff that an aspect between two planets in astrology means that those two planets energetically are wanting to work with each other. Their archetypes want to interact. Their energies want to interact. Now, favorable aspects, sextiles, trines, conjunctions, that's an easier flow of that energy. And we talk about not negative aspects, but harder aspects or more challenging aspects, the ones that typically show up in red on many astrological software programs. Those are the more tense aspects, but you can still use tension to ride your way to accomplishment. We did an old soul, new soul with Robert where he talked about T-squares and grand crosses. So in other words, square aspects. He called them the, I believe it was the Rockefeller effect. The idea is that in wealthy people's charts, you will often find more tense aspects because what is getting wealthy but overcoming obstacles? So here was a chart that somebody could have looked at and said, oh, we have a grand trine, that's good. Oh, we have a square between Uranus and Saturn, that's bad. Oh, Pluto is in a sextile with Neptune. I don't know if that's good or bad. But on the day that all of that was happening, the market goes up with thunder. There are always two sides, fill in the blank, to every coin, right? And no more do we want to get caught flat-footed saying, oh, this aspect is good or bad, than we want to get flat-footed caught saying, oh, there's a gap in the Schumann resonance chart. The world must be ending. This is it. The rapture is coming. The timelines are splitting, whatever it is. And you know, I grew up with one of those. And if you've listened to Subconscious Mind Mastery, you know which one it was. The rapture was always coming in September. Well, what I think we have here is a wonderful system of balance. It's also a wonderful system that gives us the choice of which side of this we want to choose. And you know, to that effect, when I do get to sit down at the computer and do a little bit of stock market trading, whether I'm doing it on a simulator or whether I'm doing it with real money, one of the things that I had to get past in order for my trading to be much more successful was my own bias of which direction the market should be going that day. Because if I thought it should be going up and it started going down, then I would end up making bad trades all day long. But when I finally got the idea of being an observer and just watching it for where it wanted to go and then getting on board with that particular direction de jour, total game changer. And that's the way we need to do here. Things changed on planet Earth on January 12, 2020, when Saturn and Pluto conjoined in the sky, ushering in a new 250-year cycle. We've talked about this at length. And our best job is to read the astrology as best we can, do everything that we need to do in order to be at our peak of intuitive perception, and then be an observer of the rest, not an interpreter. Let's don't think it's going in a certain direction. So thank you, Stock Market, for surprising us this week and for teaching us a very valuable lesson. 
concept of detachment and observation. Let's do some listener questions tomorrow. We'll have some fun with it, all right? There you go. See you back. Bye. Bye.